Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat CTO Corner. And today we're going to discuss healthcare digital transformation, the next imperative. And our returning guest is Mr. Stephen Laser, who's the global healthcare CTO for Dell Technologies. How are you doing today, Stephen? I'm doing fantastic, Bruce, and thanks for having me back again. Yes, and welcome back to the podcast. And could we start by reminding folks of a little bit of your background, please? Sure, I'd be happy to. As a global healthcare CTO, I've spent about the last 23 years in healthcare, which means I'm still learning every single day, as everyone in healthcare is. We've been given a very recent education in how to deliver healthcare, coming from the challenges that we've recently faced. But with that, I have been on the healthcare system side of things for about 10 years prior to joining Dell Technologies. With Dell Technologies, we have found that we can utilize technology to help deliver care in different manner and would love to have some of that conversation today. Stephen, last time we talked about the next normal, let's start by having you describe where is healthcare along its digital evolution journey? Healthcare has been through a lot in the last six months or so. We've come through that emergent phase of trying to do things like develop surge hospitals and move staff off campus and look at delivering care in a different fashion. However, we were very rushed into it, trying to protect our clinicians, trying to make sure that we continue to function without putting others in harm's way. Going from there, we started to evolve into what many had called the next normal, or where are we now? In the adoption of digital technologies into healthcare to really support that quote-unquote next normal conversation. Better than 70% of healthcare is really not digitally prepared to support the current needs that we're looking at from a long-term perspective. That, and as we rushed into those first few phases of where we're going, we're starting to see that this is going to be a much longer approach than what we had thought initially. And, oh, by the way, we need to now properly prepare for an enterprise approach to how we would deliver healthcare in this new environment. And of course, our last CTO Corner podcast was on the next normal. But Steve, can you remind folks of the requirements of the next normal? Many of the requirements of the next normal included things like virtual care, remote access, digital pathology, cardiology, dermatology, endoscopy capabilities, artificial intelligence to help us look at additional data, look at some of the data coming back in order to help us analyze all of that data and help drive us towards a vaccine or some way of better dealing with those patients. One of the things that has not been addressed in a great fashion because of the rush to bring all of these functions into that environment has been security. And we need to take another look at security as we start talking through where healthcare is going today. Steve, thinking of the digital transformation journey, how has the pace of this transformation changed and what are the key elements of this transformation? Transformation in healthcare was on a path to move forward already. And with that, the ability to bring digital capabilities into the healthcare system, but it was on a very slow path. This has changed into rapid adoption. And with that, the needs are now greater more than ever in order to be able to provide the key services that are needed, be able to bring that security function to deliver upon those approaches, but do so in an enterprise manner and with the proper controls in place and proper tools in place to deliver on that in a consistent fashion. And as we look at where digital transformation is today, it's built off of a couple of different concepts or methods. It's built off of standardization to reduce the number of operating environments or operating methodologies that one might have in order to support their technology environment. Automation and orchestration are tools that we use in order to simplify those routine tasks 
not require as many staff to support that environment and be able to utilize that staff to start to drive the capabilities that are necessary in order to provide these new technology tools to the healthcare system. Healthcare is under greater fiscal pressure than it has been in a very long time. Many organizations have lost more than half their operating income due to changes in things like elective surgeries. They now need to drive efficiency in a manner that they've never driven it before and take advantage of the optimization that digital transformation will bring. The tools to minimize the impact of delivering technology with that digital delivery capability, starting to utilize those tools to drive costs out of the system in a very big way. Steve, let's drill into a couple of points you made. Let's talk about what technologies are driving and enabling standardization. Standardization within healthcare is around standardization of that operating environment in order to simplify the environment. As we review healthcare capabilities and healthcare applications, because healthcare tool sets and functions are usually significantly aged, we need to provide several different methods of operation, but we want to keep them as standardized as possible. You can define the healthcare technology operating environment into a few what we call patterns of delivery. And with those patterns of delivery, there is typically a converged infrastructure or hyper-converged infrastructure approach that can be used to deliver between 65 and 80% of the environment. To go along with that, there are possibilities around the traditional architectures being server storage networking capabilities that usually represent anywhere from 15 to 20% of the environment, but may represent 65 to 70% of the cost of operating the environment. From there, we also can see a pattern that is kind of an edge or premise-based pattern for things that we really can't afford to take off-premise. That represents anywhere from 1% to 5% of the environment in most cases. In addition to that, there will be a pattern of retirement as we look at the environment. Most organizations typically can retire between 5 and 10% of their applications without impacting their delivery or delivery of services for the organization. So that's optimizing the existing portfolio. What about looking forward in some of the new applications? We start to think about those modern applications and multi-cloud capabilities as we look at things like DevOps capabilities that are now starting to appear within healthcare and the ability to look at that from an application modernization perspective, especially as we see some of these further reaching approaches to what's happening from a response to the current environment. People are developing applications at a very rapid pace. They're doing so in a DevOps approach. How do we go ahead and support that? And then that next pattern that typically is required is that unstructured data pattern for things like research and genomics analytics and be able to support things like imaging digital pathology, but also still apply AI and high-performance compute to that. Steve, you also talked about automation and orchestration. Can you take us deeper into those? Because most applications can run within a virtual environment today as we utilize things like VMware ESX, VMware Cloud Foundations is really a tool to provide that automation orchestration tool set with vRealize operations and vRealize automation capabilities as part of that overall tool set and really start to allow us to get those functions that are repeatable and consistent within the organization and start to deliver them in a consistent manner without requiring significant human intervention. Steve, I wanted to ask you about the overarching issue of security, both from a standards and regulatory perspective, such as HIPAA and GDPR, but also from the cyber threat perspective. As part of digital transformation, reviewing and looking at security postures is an absolute necessity. It really is required as part of the overall process. 
looking at things like micro-segmentation of networks so we only have things communicating to what they should communicate to, looking at endpoint security, because as part of the next normal, we've expanded our borders of where the organization sits in a physical sense. We have many, many thousands of endpoints that are now outside of our typical quote-unquote perimeter. And with that, we need to look at not only how we provide data to them from an internal perspective, but how do we prevent malactors from entering into the system, coming from those outside edges? How do we secure those edge devices? How do we eliminate the capabilities of those edge devices to be able to hold and store data, which is something that is very, very important from a healthcare perspective. You mentioned GDPR. You also mentioned HIPAA requirements. By not allowing any data to remain on those devices, we take away those capabilities and limit those capabilities. In addition to that, providing virtual work environments from a virtual desktop perspective and being able to deliver that clinical desktop to that clinical person in a secure manner outside the four walls of the environment. Additionally, securing that communication pathway by providing not only encrypted tunnels, but secure encrypted tunnels that only have access to the applications that are necessary. Steve, thanks for the overview of the technical side of this, but I wanted to expand it into some of the process side, and we think about technology and also people in process. What are the business and clinical process imperatives needed to make digital transformation successful? To begin with, there needs to be commitment from the leadership team on down, as well as from the technology team coming up the stack. Digital transformation is not a six-month project in most cases. It is probably one to several years in process in order to get the entire organization digitally transformed. But with the pace things are currently happening at in today's environment, we're certainly seeing acceleration in those realms. People part of it, if people are on board and ready to go ahead and make those transformations and understand that their roles are not what they used to be and be able to adapt to those new and evolving roles that are typically significantly higher value for the organization, we have a good starting place with the people. The process itself is really built around what do we have in the environment today and understanding what does it talk to? What is our dependency mapping from an application perspective as well as from a clinical process perspective? From a technology perspective, it's looking at those patterns of deployment and understanding how we can minimize the patterns of deployment of the applications and taking advantage of what I term opportunistic events within the organization where we're looking at things like a version upgrade or a new application coming into the environment. How do we provide that new environment for that new application in a manner that's consistent with our patterns of deployment that is going to support our automated and orchestrated future? Steve, I know you're having a lot of discussions with customers about digital transformation. How does Dell enable its healthcare customers to accelerate their digital transformation? By working with our customers and engaging your team from Dell Technologies, because we offer solutions that expand the gamut of the edge to the core to the cloud and can provide the transformational tool sets that are all along the pathway there, we have the ability to engage in every aspect of this transformation. At the same time, we have teams that are very experienced in digital transformation and have come through digital transformation capabilities from a healthcare perspective in delivering this to the customers. Our experience and our background, our healthcare team are all engaged as part of this process. We've been down this pathway before, we understand the pathway, and we're willing to step up and help and engage as a team. Where can listeners find more information about digital transformation, the next imperative, and about Dell's solutions? Simply go to delltechnologies.com slash healthcare. It's very easy to find.
Steve Laser, Global Healthcare CTO for Dell Technologies. This has been some wonderful information on healthcare digital transformation, the next imperative. Any final thoughts? Digital transformation is not a topic to be taken lightly. It is not something that you can just jump into and jump out of here in a few months. It is something that's around evolving the methodology of operation of the entire organization. And with that, the ability to continue to deliver care in the manner that you are accustomed to doing so, or possibly growing into some of those new technologies to deliver care. It is an imperative to continue to deliver on the upcoming futures for healthcare, and the capabilities there are something that will be necessary for every healthcare system to bring forward. We want our healthcare systems to be successful. We are your partner from a Dell Technologies perspective. We are here and ready to help and want you to be successful in care delivery. Very good, Steve. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much for all this great information, and I'm very much looking forward to having you back on the next Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat CTO Corner. Thank you, Bruce, and I appreciate it, and I look forward to coming back.